You're listening to Moody Radio 89.3, and this is Mornings with Eric and Bridget. Well, the beginning of a new year, many people are thinking about new things to do, like joining gyms or eating healthier or booking that trip they've been talking about. What about our screen time, a screen detox? That might be something to put on the list as well. We're talking about that with Plugged In Movie Reviews' Paul AC from Focus on the Family. Paul, good morning. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Let me just uh, explain a little bit about Plugged Into Us. I think we're very familiar with it. In fact, we already played your movie review for us this week. But uh, Screens (laughs) is your thing. So why are you telling us kind of to detox from this? Uh, What's the relationship with Plugged In and Screens and this? How, How does it all work together almost? You bet. Plugged In is really an entertainment and technology uh, review site, essentially. We, we talk a lot about movies, TV, books, music, video games, all that sort of stuff. We have tons of reviews of that. Uh, but we're also very aware that, uh, that the screens can really impact our lives. And it can impact them in, in both positive and negative ways. Um, I think that, that today in our screen-saturated age, uh, it can often be more negative than anything else. It, it pulls us away from the people who we should really be concentrating on. It pulls us away from family. It pulls us away res- from responsibilities. We tend to use screens as an escape, uh, rather as a connection point. And that's, that's kind of the issue that, that we have seen over the past several years of just how screen time just keeps going up and up and up. And I don't think it's probably good for anybody. Yeah. And in fact, what is that, that average? You, you quoted the average time that a person uh, spends on a screen each day. What exactly is that number? It is crazy. So the <laughs> average person in the United States spends more than seven hours a day on screens. Now, if you look at, say, teens, those estimates can go up to nine or even 11 hours, uh, which is a lot of time when you think that, that most of us are really only up and awake for 16 hours a day. When we're spending that much time with screens, clearly, uh, that can, that can, it's really a huge, huge part of our lives. Now, when you look at some of that screen time, you do have to put a little asterisk because so many of us uh, use multiple screens at a time. We might watch TV while scrolling through our social media feeds. Uh, we can have a TV on in the background. But still, those numbers are eye-popping to me. I, I'm just amazed at how much those, those screens are on. And, and I have to tell you that, that sometimes my home is really no different. So... I guess the obvious question is, how do we detox? How do we do this well? Is there even a possibility of doing that? I mean, when we've got four screens on at the same time because this (laughs) one's doing that thing and this one's doing this thing and then I'm watching Facebook here or whatever, uh, Instagram, whatever. I mean, how do we break away from some of this? It's a great question. And I think that you have to take a multi-pronged approach, really. And let me just, again, emphasize that screens themselves are not bad. Um, you know, I live in this world of movies and television and technology, and, and you know, I know that, that it can be a really nice, cool, even even inspirational thing in your family. You know, if you if you watch a movie together, that's that's kind of a really cool family event, right? Mm-hmm. But when we're with our screens all the time, it becomes an issue. And, and so, what I would say. If you are looking to cut back on your screen time, if you're looking to get maybe your family's screen time under control, a few things that you can do. Um, one, I think you can institute some 
screen-free zones in your house. Um, this is this is probably really important with with kids in the house. You know, I, in in our house, we have always had a rule where we just don't allow phones in the kitchen. You know, kitchens are where a lot of those organic conversations about the school day, about the work day, take place. So we keep the the, the screens out of the kitchen so that we can really focus in on one another. Um, another idea is, is actually setting aside an hour, a couple of hours a night where you just don't use screens. You concentrate on putting those screens away for two hours and, and moving away and really concentrating on the people around you. Um, one of the things about screens is that, and this is going to be a little bit, this is controversial in some ways, but, but, but there are some aspects of addiction to the screens that we use. Sometimes we can feel like we're addicted to our screens, um, where it's really compulsive to keep looking at our phones and scrolling through the social media feeds. We don't want to miss out. Um, when you're talking about sort of those, those, those addictive type of issues, those, those compulsive issues, I guess, would, would be a better way to say that, um, you always have to look at what you're going to fill the time that you're trying to move away from screens with. In other words, if I'm not looking at screens for, say, I'm cutting back on my screen time for two or three hours a day, what am I going to fill that time with? Um, as we look at New Year's resolutions, ironically, putting down the phones, if that's one of them, it can help with a whole bunch of other resolutions. You'll have more time to exercise. You'll have more time to maybe engage in your prayer life. You'll have more time to engage with your family. Uh, so be aware that when you say, I am going to cut down on my screen usage, be thinking about what you're going to fill that time with. Um, and here's a really simple thing, but for a lot of people, um, it can give them like cold sweats. Um, <laughs> maybe sometimes when you leave home, leave the phone behind too. You know, people for, for centuries didn't have phones. And, and they could go out and, and go grocery shopping. They could go <laughs> to a movie without necessarily having their screens in their, in their back pocket. And so sometimes even just simply leaving a screen at home can help cut down on that screen usage. You're right. The cold sweats. I mean, just the, just the thought of it, because we're just like, if it's not even by us, we're like, wait, something's missing, you know. So it is an awkward relationship we have with this little box in our back pocket there. But what sometimes it does help when everyone's on board, right? Uh, maybe as a family or as a couple, you're kind of working on this together. How do you get buy-in from others in your life to maybe do this detox? Boy, that is a great question. And especially when you're talking about kids and teens, you know, when you talk about, you know, having them cut down on their screen usage, that's going to be a hard, hard conversation. And I let, let me tell you, I, it will be hard no matter what. But I think one of the ways that you can get that buy-in is really concentrating on your own screen usage. A lot of studies have suggested that, that kids and teens when they talk about their relationship with their parents, one of the biggest pain points they have is that they say, you know what, I don't feel like my mom listens to me very well, or my dad seems to check out because they're scrolling on their phones when I'm talking to them. Um, you have to be very, very, very mindful of your own screen usage. A lot of times I think as moms and dads, we think this is a, this is a problem with our kids. 
No, it's a problem with ourselves too. So the very first thing we have to do is look at ourselves, see how screens are impacting our own lives, be willing to cut down on our own screen usage. And if we show that, that we are willing to do that, and if we talk honestly about how screens can kind of negatively impact us sometimes, that opens the door to really talking seriously with your kids about, okay, so if, if mom is cutting down her screen usage, maybe I can too. If I were to give some tips or, or helps or maybe ideas, I don't know what they even are called. One, there's a couple hours of your week where you could leave your phone in your car, and that would be when you head to church. I, I think that's uh, – if you're looking to detox, that might be a good place to even start at. Uh, another tip I would have is to get a real watch. I, I, I get the watch, <laughs> but even if you took that watch off when you made it home and put a real watch on, just that might even help. The, there are other things we could be doing, though, right? Absolutely. I, just to riff on, on what you're saying about those two things, I totally resonate with both of those ideas. I have, I have this smartwatch, and this smartwatch bosses me around. It, it taps <laughs> on my little wrist telling me, oh, look at me, look at me, look at me. It tells me to go out and walk. It tells me all these things. and, and Drink some water. I, I don't think that's... <laughs> way technology was really meant to interact with our lives. We were meant to use technology. We don't necessarily want to be bossed around by it. And so often that can be the case. You know, and, and, and that's another really good point. As you're, as you're talking about leaving your phone behind as you go into church, that's really important. We have lost the ability to um, in some ways, have face-to-face -face contact with people because we're so used to and really much more comfortable in some ways interacting with people on screens. Um, another advice that, that I might offer is to turn off some of those notifications. You know, you don't need to know when somebody is posting to what used to be known as Twitter. You don't necessarily need to know when the latest news story comes down the pipe uh, to, to have that ding sound. Uh, the, the technology that we have can be so useful, but when it's constantly, you know, sort of in, in metaphorically tugging on our sleeve and saying, look at me, look at me, like me, like a, like a five-year-old in a grocery store, that can be an issue. We need to be mindful of concentrating on the people around us, uh, not at our screens. Mm -hmm. I think our phones can, re I mean, they do help us a lot. And even the watches, they, I mean, just a reminder to walk and all that. So those are good things. But I think we do have to just be cognizant of how it's impacting us. I know for me, if I'm scrolling and I just are watching news on my phone and I just start to feel that anxiety creep up, I'm okay, I've had enough, turn it off <laughs> and put it away and go do something else. And I just think being cognizant of what we're feeling as we're engaging is very helpful, mm. too. I think that's absolutely true. You know, one thing that, that people have done, and this is pretty radical, and again, this is cold sweat territory, but, <laughs> but putting away a phone for an entire week, uh, that can be a really difficult step to take. But, you know, they have camps for kids where they, where they actually give up their phones for a week, and the first day is horrible. But by day five, they feel refreshed. They feel like they have the ability to enjoy things that they've never been able to enjoy a, a lot. Uh, you, have, you have this sense of freedom when you take a step like that. Now, I'm not suggesting that everybody throw away their phones for a week or a month or forever. 
Because as you say, screens can be really helpful. They can be a helpful tool for a lot of areas of our lives. But, but it, is, it, it is amazing how much they control our lives now. And we just have to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I have ideas, but I don't know how good they are. I mean, you could rearrange your living room so it's not focusing the television so much. You could um, put games out on a table instead of, uh, you know, uh, turning on the TV. There there are a lot of things to do, but I guess it really comes down to wanting to do that. Uh, that's part of the problem, mm-hmm. isn't it? We just Sometimes we just don't right. even want to do the, the things that need to be done. That's exactly right. It, it is a discipline and it is hard. It is really yep. hard. Yep. Um, you, when you're talking about this stuff, it's, it's like starting an exercise program. It's like trying to, to cut back on your calorie count or whatnot. It's, this is not easy stuff. But I think that when you take some of these, when you, act, when you push into it proactively and when you concentrate, I think really on what you're going to replace in your life with, with those screens, when you put down your screens, you can think about what you're going to do instead of looking at those screens that can help sort of further your 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 journey along. The idea of a, actually a family game night, I mean, it sounds kind of old-fashioned, but man, I tell you what, my kids grew up playing these board games, and they loved them. We never had our phones near them when we were playing these games. Um, think about taking walks with your family. Think about taking uh, time for yourself to actually pick up a physical book and read it. Um, there are there are many ways, and in, and in, in you will find that a lot of the things that you've sort of pushed aside, maybe as you've gravitated more toward your screens, to reintroduce some of those those fun elements into your life, you can say, "Man, I didn't realize how much fun this was." I'll I'll give you just a really weird example. I I tend to I, I review movies for a living, right? So I'm always going up to to Denver to review movies pretty pretty much once or twice a week. Um, and a lot of people go to movies for fun, and and I do too. But I have found that my favorite parts of those trips are the times right before I enter that movie because it gives me time to read. I always bring up a good book to read. And I have a concentrated half an hour, 45 minutes where I can just sit down and pour over a good book. Man, it, it rekindled my love of reading. Movies, ironically, my job, ironically, has rekindled my love of reading. <laughs> and I think you can find those same elements in your own life if you look closely. I guess the one thing I would say is you want to start with your goals and then work on how do I achieve those. If, if we start with I'm just going to detox and get rid of this thing, I don't think that's going to work. But if we look right. at the, what the goals are, that might be helpful in how do we get to that point. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing that you have to be mindful of, Number one, those goals are really important, right? I think that you do need to start with those. Make your goals realistic. When I talk about throwing away your screens for a week, for a lot of people, that's not realistic. And, and, you know, the cold sweats will will cause you to pick up your phone after a couple of hours. So so do it incrementally. You know, talk about, I'm going to cut back on my screen use for an hour today and and go about that. The, The third thing that I would recommend is be forgiving. You know, this is tough stuff to, to move into a better uh, relationship with your screens. It is tough. And you are going to have some times where <laughs> some days <laughs> that, that it just doesn't work, right? Remind yourself 
that even if you even if you don't reach those goals one day, there's always tomorrow. You always get up and you can try again. That's that's sort of the the nature of the Christian walk, right? Mm, we yep. mess up one day, we get up the next day and try to do a little bit better. Excellent. Well, I'm sure throughout this new year, we're this year we'll touch base with you once again for some more movie reviews and some thoughts that you are highlighting on Plugged In. Paul AC's been with us. Before we let you go, Paul, what's a New Year's resolution you've kept or you've already broken this year? <laughs> wow. <laughs> That is, that is a fantastic question. You know, I'm trying to get back into running. So I ran go. five miles yesterday, and boy, am I sore. Oh, okay, well, at least you did it. That's good. Good for you. All right. That's five more miles than I ran all last year. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, thank you so much for joining us, and I'm sure we'll do it again. Appreciate you. You can find out more about Plugged In at our website. We've got a link to them, ericandbridget.org.